Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of What's Next Kentucky Radio. I'm your host, Mario Maitland. We're back again, and you are listening to WLXU 93.9 FM. What's Next Kentucky Radio, back again. I'm with my co-host, Mr. Malik Winfrey. Malik, how are you doing today, man? We're back again for yet another episode this week. I'm excited, man. Got a lot to talk about, as usual. Yeah. Some, uh... Some crazy things going on this week, a little, little different than usual, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot going on. Um, You know, uh, uh, I believe, let's see, uh, last episode we talked a little bit about, you know, um, Maggie's Bakery and, and the Job Morant situation and all that. But uh, Shout out uh, Jacob. Shout out Jacob. You know, he did a good job, you know, coming on and subbing for you. You know, he'll come in and out on some episodes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't subscribed to us, I'm sorry, if you haven't followed us on any sub- social media accounts, you know, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you go check that out. Like I said, you're listening to What's Next Kentucky Radio. Let's get this thing on the road, man. Um, I mentioned Ja Morant, so let's start off with that, man. I mean, the guy, I hate to bring up the bad news already on, on such a good note. Uh, ja Morant, his situation, you know, pulling out that that uh, weapon once again, him and Instagram Live. I don't know what it is with Instagram Live and him, but they got something <laughs> going on with that. But uh, did, you, did you get a chance to check out that on the Nike website, obviously Ja's a Nike, a big-time Nike athlete, has his own signature shoe. They actually remove that signature shoe from the Nike website. Um, are you surprised about that, Malik? I'm not. Now, of course, you know, this is the second time, so, you know, some consequences are going to come. Well, what do you think? Uh, I'm not surprised either, you know, just thinking about, like, his influence, you know, and just how, like, you know, Nike and them wanting to protect their brand and just, you know, can't really mix the two well, just the things that he's been doing and, you know, it kind of come off as if they was to leave the shoes on there as if they were supporting him. You think he's gone for the entire season next next season? Do you uh, think that's a a, a fair uh, a fair punishment, I guess, for the guy? I mean, I think it's actually fair. If you're going to do it the, the first time, it's okay. We're going to let it by. But, yeah, but, uh, he, but the second time, it's okay. You know, I wouldn't even say it was okay the first time. but The second time, like, you know what you did. You did an interview with uh, Jalen Bros. You said you were working on your, your stuff, and then you come back. After the season, you do the same thing. But you got to give John Morant some credit. It wasn't actually on his Instagram. It was on somebody else's Instagram this time. Oh, it makes a lot of a difference, you know. <laughs> but honestly, I, I would think, like, a whole season would be the correct or fair punishment, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's like, you know, that's not even attacking him, you know. It was like, oh, he's young, you know. But it's like, I'm young, and I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't make that mistake Hell, once, we, but we know twice. Better. We know better, but it's crazy how you you would think someone of his magnitude, he would know better. Um, but I, I've talked to so many different people about the whole situation, and many might, might might blame social media. Many might blame the music game, the the influence of the the, the hip hop culture. Uh, who do you think is to blame for? I guess Job ja Morant besides himself. What do you think? Why do you think this is like has happened to him? I guess. Uh. I say it's a mix. It's just a mix yeah. of all of it, just from just even the role that, like, social media played. You know, this is, like, like we say, it's from Instagram, you know, just seeing it, you know, the one in a post on Instagram. I, yeah, I feel like, know. think about it. I, I'm sure John Morant's not the 
first type of player, you know, to come in with that kind of swagger, you know, his culture and all that. Um, we've seen, you know, many guys like that that have, you know, the, you know the, if you look back at Allen Iverson, no knock against Allen Iverson. I'm not saying he did stuff like this. <laughs> I'm not saying that on radio. I'm definitely not saying that. But they didn't have social media, so they wouldn't. You wouldn't know back then if he did stuff like that. So maybe social media definitely has that that role, uh, such a big role that people can actually see everything you do, and you gotta actually be aware. Here's my question: Does does the like the the image that he's portraying does that does it reflect or make you think of that of like a, a rapper or you know some that, that's some a of good that? question. I I think it's more of him wanting to be a, a rapper. I guess the I think it's the rappers having an influence on him. If that makes sense, I think the the people that he's listening to is definitely having an influence on what who you, who you feel like is on his playlist. <laughs> who, who you think? Is I, got, on his playlist? I know, I know, NBA Young Boy for sure. <laughs> That's his go to. <laughs> That's his go to. But yeah, I think I think it's definitely man. Like he definitely has. Um, he's getting some influence from those guys and then his people around him. I think the the people that he's surrounded himself with is, is that's probably one of the most important things. You know, for him, it's like he might have to change the people he's surrounded with, you know, uh, you know, and it's hard. It's hard, you know, especially when you're you're the guy, you know, what I'm saying you're the breadwinner. You you make all the rules. So so we'll see what what happens with that. I'm going to place a uh, red flag on, you know, his parents. You know? I'm going to put a <laughs> so, red flag on them. What What's going on with T. Morant, man? I, I don't know. I'm going to put a red flag on them based on the situations that I heard from, you know, the Foot Locker situation, if it, that's true. Or whoever, I'm gonna put, you know, what they say: your parents gotta be parents and not your friends. You gotta be parents, man. It looks like Job ja Morant is the parent, and, yeah. and and T Morant is more like, you know, their friend or the brother. He's the, or, he's the friend, the yeah, apparently the homie or whatever, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. Um, I guess that's what happens when you become the breadwinner for the family. No, I, I guess so. I guess so. I, I can't. I, I wouldn't know. You know, I'm not. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but moving on, we were talking a little bit about NBA, right? With Job ja Moran, let's let's touch a little bit about the NBA. Um, we're in the midst of, of NBA time, so yeah, I, I know our show has been strictly about the NBA. A lot, of, a lot of topics has been touched about the NBA. Um, but yeah, we're in the midst of uh, the NBA seasons. You know, it's at it's at a peak right now. And um, right now, uh, the, the big news is that the Lakers just got eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, they got swept. A big 4-0. It wasn't even a gentleman sweep, which a lot of people don't. A gentleman sweep is basically the other team that loses, they win one game out the series. It wasn't even that. It was just a clean sweep. Um, but, yeah, they Lakers lost 4-0 by Denver Nuggets. What are your thoughts, Malik? Are you surprised by this? I know you're a big Laker fan, so I'm, uh, I'm sorry to make you even talk about this right now, but we, we got to nah. do it. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not even mad, you know. What they say – you lose to the better team, you know. It's just a better team. I, a better I, team. 4-0. It's not one game. It's not the NCAA tournament. It's, it's four games. When did you know it was over? Because for me, I I think I, I went in the last game. I actually thought before last game started, I, I still thought we had a chance. I mean, I th- when you look at LeBron James and you, 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 you a guy like him, you're like, hey, 3-0, this man can make history. Like, I believe it. And then what changed for me is when he had – 35 or something at the half and it was a four point game that's exactly that's, the moment that's when i knew it when was I, over <laughs> that was the moment i really realized because all the games were close let's let's yep. be honest there yep. was no blowouts these are close games that yep. came down to the fourth quarter and it's that i looked like you said at half and i was like that's that's the lead they got yeah, it, <laughs> like, felt like, it felt like we should have been up by 15 so every every game that you felt yeah. like you know what lebron should have did this and did that and it's like no so when he does what i said he should have did it, it didn't matter. make a difference it doesn't matter and that's that's when i knew i was like this team's this seems actually a bit the better team um and 
it's sad to see what 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 moves do you think the Lakers should make going into the offseason? I mean, sucks to see, you know, um Kyrie. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, Kyrie's a, a big time play in that, but are you willing to take Kyrie and then maybe let a guy go like Austin Reeves or D'Angelo Russell? Uh, what are you D'Angelo take? Russell for sure. Uh the man didn't hit the rim last night. Uh Shout out to my guy, D'Angelo. I'm a big fan, D'Angelo fan, but, man, yeah, it was tough seeing that, man. Just, you know, it just looked like he was in a funk. You know, he, the, the, we didn't get we didn't get the same kind of, you know, a production that he was um, having in the Golden State Warriors series. We definitely – I feel like I, I say it all the time. I said everyone's talking about Anthony Davis. Everybody's talking about LeBron James. But if we need – if the, the Lakers want to win, it's it's D'Angelo. It's D'Angelo. I think it's D'Angelo. I, I think, think they were – all those guys. No, no, the, for sure. From uh, Austin Reeves to Rui to all those guys. That's You know, let's be honest. You know, the stars – Kind of in that series did star things, yep. but for the Nuggets, it was all those guys. It was Bruce Brown. It was Mike Porter Jr. It was uh, yeah. you know every guy. It was like yeah. oh he he gave ten, he gave twelve. It definitely felt like you know if if one player wasn't working, they had another guy step KCP. up. KCP. You had Aaron Gordon go off last game. Yeah, you you letting like, this guy shoot. You know it's just crazy. Um, but. Moving on, man. We we talked about <laughs> the, the Lakers shoot. and Nuggets. He can't shoot. Aaron Gordon can't. <laughs> <laughs> apparently last night. He was knocking him down last night. <laughs> he was open though too. To be honest, wide open. I just feel like I feel like every pro player can shoot. It's just that the lights are so big and you get into to want uh the NBA and it's I feel like that's true. Yeah. Every 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 pro player can actually almost, shoot. Almost the majority I'm sure there's one or some out there who would prove me wrong. But majority, majority could shoot. It's just the, that's not the highest, yeah, yeah, you I, know, I, percentage I, shot for I, them. I agree. I think I think um, majority of them can definitely shoot. Um, it's just a matter of you know. I, I I remember listening to the JJ Redick podcast, and I remember him talking about like him being a role player. You get one shot, and and the rest of the you might have ten possessions. Ten possessions, you're gonna be tired. You're gonna be exhausted. And then you get you get ten minutes on the court, and you got to make one shot. And if you miss, you miss. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like it's harder. I feel like it's harder, especially the role you as play. As a fan, it's like yeah, you don't understand. As a that. fan, you're like all you can see is like wow, they, you missed that like, wide open shot. Like, <laughs> huh? Get him out the game. <laughs> it's like man, come in the game, ain't did yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't shoot. What is he doing? Why is he on? Why is why he, is he, he out game? there? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's more to it. There's definitely more to it than that. Um. The elephant in the room is that LeBron James has decided, or I guess he 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 stated. I want to I want to uh, rephrase what happened in the press conference. Um, uh, the, the the reporter says, when you say you think about stuff, um, what thread should we be pulling on pulling on that? And LeBron responds, if I want to continue to play, and the reporter says, as in next year, and LeBron says, yeah. So uh, it, it, the whole situation was about LeBron retiring and if he wanted to come back next season. Do you think he will actually retire or is he just pulling the Tom classic uh, page out of Tom Brady's book? <laughs> like, what, what, what is it? Uh, I just thought about it. I think, I think it's uh, a little bit of both, but I think uh, it would hurt him to retire. I think, like, he's been telling us, been hinting that he wants to play with Bronny. He you needs know. that. And I think, like, you know, he, he's just letting us know, like, he's starting to give it a thought. Because, like you say, you know, this guy wants to compete for championships, you know, not conference finals appearances, you know. Yeah. I, I'm going to say I've seen many – out of all the seasons I've watched LeBron play, this is the one one playoff 
run that I've seen many different signs that he might he's getting close to hanging up hanging it up um as far as you know him you know uh, when you you can look at him in the Denver series of him missing that wide open dunk you never see that you know the fast break you never see LeBron lose the ball mid-air I feel like a lot of it it's like uh, you can look at his physical attributes and you know uh, he is slowing down but He's he's definitely getting there. I take that as a bad game though, but I think it was just a bad game. You know, that was, that was the, rare. The, the the drink spilled on him when he fell on the ground. It was just a bad day that day. I could tell like I had a day like that before did where you, I'm like, oh my goodness. Did, <laughs> like, you, did you see him walking out um walking out the arena and he kind of he paused a little bit at the camera like like I know it's all over social media that that he wanted to smash the camera or something <laughs> like that, but. But yeah, he he looks like you know you know I, I I'm gonna say it again I I've seen many signs that I feel like he's getting very close to retiring I I think he'll be back next season for sure I think so as well like you said uh you know it just it's just different LeBron's a different guy you know when he said you know he doesn't want to play when he's not better than ninety percent of the guys in the league and I you know Absolutely. he holds himself to that standard Absolutely well. We're at our halfway break. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to WLXU 93.9. This is What's Next Kentucky, hosted by Mario Maitland and Malik Winfrey. Talked a little bit about LeBron. We're going to touch a little bit more about him leaving the NBA and what it will look like when we come back after break. Also, we'll touch on the WNBA and then some future Wildcats. Malik, we got some future Wildcats coming into Lexington in the next few years. We got a lot of signees that, that are going to be playing in the bluegrass. So once we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that, all right? And we're back at another episode of What's Next Kentucky Radio. We're back for our second part of our segment. Uh, we just finished talking about Job Morant and his very shaky situation in Memphis and we also touched a little bit about LeBron James which I kind of want to continue to talk about guys might retire Malik my co-host ladies and gentlemen um and you are listening to WLXU 93.9 FM what's next Kentucky radio by the way I'm with my co-host Malik Winfrey and like I said we're, we're talking about LeBron James um LeBron He's going to retire. He might not retire. No one knows. What do you think the, the, the season will look like without LeBron James? I don't even think I'm going to watch basketball if uh, LeBron James is, is out the NBA. You know, like, growing up, I used to always, like, mentally prepare for this. I used to always be like, all right, who's my second favorite player going to be? And you know what's crazy? The guy, I was like, it was two guys. I was like, these are going to be my guys. It was like Paul George okay. and uh it's gonna look bad, but Ben Simmons. <laughs> I like, I'm like, he was a big Ben Simmons guy. I was like, all right, this is gonna be my guy. You know, he has a little LeBron in him. You know, so this guy's it. He can shoot it. He can he can post up. He can definitely yeah, pass I didn't say it. He can shoot it. <laughs> I did not say he could shoot it. I, he could pass it. He could rebound. He, you know, he was like somewhat a verge of like. A triple double, you know. Let's be honest. He was. He was. Like, it might not. We, we might see him come back. You, know, you just never know. You, he might. You know. Put money might... on it, but <laughs> it might come back to Shanghai Sharks. But <laughs> thank God Ben Simmons is not listening to this right now. But but if he is, Ben, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> not rooting against him, but <laughs> but yeah, LeBron's out there. I, I think it's weird. Um, it's gonna be weird. I, I like Malik. Me and you, we both. 
we we grew up listen watching LeBron James. Like the league was LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? It still is. Yeah, it honest, still is. We got a new guy now, so Mr. Wemby. Mr. Wemby's coming in to take that throne. And he's it looks like the NBA wants to paint him as the next guy. I mean Zion. Um, He's not gonna feel it. <laughs> oh, Zion! <laughs> He's not gonna feel it. Yeah. So I don't know what's yeah, going can't on. Can't have John ja Morant. <laughs> no, John ja, ja Morant. He, he screwed that up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, speaking of yeah, the NBA. Let's switch gears a little bit. The WNBA. How about how about the news in WNBA season just began about a week ago. Um, the return of the Miss Brittany Griner. She she returned with 18 points in her debut, six rebounds, two assists. What are your thoughts? How did she look out there? What do you think? Um, I'm I'm happy to see her out there on the floor. Man, I'm proud, man. Know. It took a long time, a lot longer than I expected. <laughs> uh, you know, this is one of them things. It's like you know, it's like what is it? What is weirdly enough making that connection to LeBron? It's like what do you call it? More than an athlete. It's more, like you know, <laughs> yeah. this situation with her it just seems like it was just more than basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thing, for sure. You know, it's just like, you know, it's just glad that, you know, she's able to enjoy the simpler part of life. It's like, it's, you know, yeah. just playing the game she loves. It's bigger than sports, right? Um, you Being able to see her and what she went through, just to see her on the floor, like you said, like that that's life-changing, man, to see like, hey, like no matter what you go through, you can still get out and, and, and be able to, to – to do what you love to do that that's the that that's inspiring to me i, I love that story i love what britney grinder's doing mm-hmm. you get a chance to check out that game malik what, what are your thoughts he thought did, how do you think her performance was i know she's still first time coming think, back yeah she's trying to get back in the flow yeah. and the rhythm of it all you know just yeah. uh tell she's a little stiff but it's you know it's coming stiff. back you know <laughs> a little stiff but that's okay but yeah you're in the you know, you know, you're, i think it's going like i said wnba is going it's going to be a good season i think she'll I think she'll probably make the All Star game this year, just off the numbers. Speaking of WNBA, you know? we got we got a few, uh, if not our the Rookie of the Year, the Ron yeah, Howard. Shout out Ryan. She's she's doing so. She did had a great uh, rookie Slam season. Slam magazine. Slam magazine just came out uh, with her honoring Terrence Clark. Um, I know they had a great relationship as well. Uh, what do you? I guess what do you expect to see from Ron Howard? Mm, that's too biased for me. <laughs> you know, I know. Sky's the limit for that one, you know. So it's too biased. The expectations I yeah. got for her, you know, just uh, I want to see her as the, like, the face of the WNBA. Yeah, you know? definitely has the personality to do it. Uh, very humble person, likes very laid back. I think I think that would be good for the WNBA like, to have that person. Like even I have like, you know, a quick story. You know, yeah. uh, I was playing a uh, – Pick up game with Ryan, you yeah. know, and a couple people uh, at UK. I remember uh tried to jump a pass, and uh, I missed it. And, like, she shot it, made three, and it, the person put me aside and said, don't ever jump pass on Ryan. They're like, never. She don't miss. I'm like, I was just looking like, what? It's like, no. She don't miss. <laughs> I was, they're, like, don't they're like, everyone just shaking their heads like, yeah, like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You should have known better. <laughs> you should have known better. But speaking of women's basketball, we talked a little bit about Ron Howard and, you know, her days here at UK, which was a legendary career that she's had. How about a University of Kentucky signee uh, for the women's basketball department? They got Brooklyn Miles. Uh, uh, she's coming out, you know, to, to, to play for the Wildcats. Um, they're looking like they're starting to fill out their roster a little bit. 
Um, do you think, uh, I haven't seen much about Brooklyn, but, uh, what's the expectations for Kentucky next season? They're coming off a 12 and 14 record, which, which is a tough, it's tough, but the previous year they won the SEC championship. So hopefully we can get that this year and they get back on the, the right track. What do you think? I think they're trying to return, you know, just to potentially build in something, you know, just to think, uh, you know, someone we had just on the podcast, you know, Jada Walker, you know, her transfer to Baylor, you know, the loss of her was kind of big. That was a surprise to me. That was a real surprise to me to see that happen, man. But uh, I think uh, Jada, her being like a former Miss Kentucky, uh, I think I think it's something like showing like just kind of just them trying to do a lot to build back up their program. What do you think? Who's the ah, man? I, I hope that to see progress in that team because they have a very, you know, very talented roster in and out. But uh, I guess, do you think that they would actually have a chance to, to make a run for the SEC tournament next year? I know their roster is not completely done, but their core guys are still their core girls are still there. So so do you think with that core, they have enough? <laughs> uh you know honestly uh no no but, uh okay. yeah it's just more so like uh god you know what they say you gotta start with the small goals you know and that's okay and that's gotta, okay malik because you know, that they got some young guys young girls on there um and it might take a little bit longer i remember speaking to jada about how that process is how you know they're still trying to take they're they're actually they have that mindset you talked about just taking it you know the small steps taking it one game at a time and not thinking that you know, they're, they're uh, automatic contenders, you know, like, to win it. Like, just to watch, you know, it's not, you know, me watching them, you know, just when that last year with Ryan, you know, they they really didn't have too much of a good season other than that SEC tournament run. That was, you know, a, I was huge. And we, we think of that and we think, like, you know, that was just, you know, it was amazing, but it that, yeah, kind of covered up the, the season they actually yeah. had, which was really poor, yep. you know, and just – you know, they followed it up this year, you know, 12 and 14, which is, you know, a losing record, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like just trying to return. Let's get to, you know, 500 and then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, just change those different goals. Like, Little steps by steps. Yeah. I, I agree. And Maybe they're... get a recruit of Caitlin Clark or something one day. Maybe maybe we <laughs> can get somebody like that, man. She's special to be Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wanted to talk about, like, they're not. They won't be playing the Memorial Coliseum. They're they're working on uh, is it the re- revamping Memorial Coliseum? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm so, excited to see that. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. I I can't wait to see they, what that'll look like. They know how to use your money there. <laughs> they sure do. Dollars to get used. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad it's being used. I'm glad it's being used. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not. I guess I don't. I, I I can't wait to see how it may look. I I know it's gonna be exciting for the players. And do you think that's gonna Everyone, of course, the fans is they they have a really strong fan base. That's another thing I want to kind of start talk a little bit about their fan base. Like you know, Kentucky women's basketball, they can fill up some seats if they have a big game. Um, but now they're going to be playing in Rupp for a little bit uh, while their their Memorial Coliseum is getting revamped. But I guess like, uh, are you going to go out there and check out check them out over there in Rupp Rupp Arena, a few few games maybe? Definitely try. You know, that's yeah, the, that's the that's the job of being you know. From the students to the alum, you know, you got to <laughs> you gotta school, support. You, know? you, you gotta, definitely got to support. You know, support. just like it may seem like, you know, I don't, I'm definitely going to always root for them, you know, yeah. even so it's good or bad, you know. So when it's times of bad, I'm going to let sure. you know this. I'm not going to tell you it look great, you know, I'm tell you it's looking bad, you know. <laughs> you got to be honest. You got to be know? honest, right? But I'm going I'm to be honest, you know, yeah. I'm going to still root. You know, it's just like, you know, you go into it and you like, you know, maybe, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I'm from Detroit, so I, I once seen the Lions go 0-16, so. 
Oh, God. <laughs> that had to be a rough time yeah, for you, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Speaking of football, you brought up the lines, man. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about football. How about University of Kentucky landing a hometown kid, uh, Cutter Bowley. I hope I'm saying that right, Mr. Bowley. But, yeah, he's, he's committing to the University of Kentucky Wildcats. Out of LCA. Yeah, out of the whole Lexington, Kentucky guy, Lexington you know, Christian Academy. Yeah, I, well, are you excited for him? Are you? I, I think it's gonna be a great addition. Um, I know we have this quarterback now, Devin Leary, that everybody's talking about. Um, but I feel like the program itself for Kentucky is just like, it's 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 promising, man. Uh, what do you think? Uh. Football school. <laughs> you were a football school football now, huh? school. You know, I, I don't say at my time here, like, you know, I went to more football games. Than basketball. Twice as much as basketball games. Yeah. And that that's not, like, you know, kind of speaks to everything. Like, here, like, it became a thing to be like, yeah, you going to the, to the football game. No, like, the football games are crazy. The, the football, yeah, football games, games like, are crazy. you know, honestly, I, like, wasn't even a big college football guy coming Neither. here. Yeah. And then I left, and I was I stayed following college football, like, I went to. I remember it was that 2018 season. I went to every home game. Like, oh, you're dedicated. I, man. I was. That was the Benny Snell year. You know, we. Oh yeah. That was the first yeah. year we beat Florida and everything. And I, I was storm the storm, storm the, the field. field. Yeah, storm the like field. it was just amazing. It was like new experiences and like now it's like you know just now shout out Coach Stoops. You know, shout, he's, he's, he's changing, changing the program, the program man. You know, changing the program. What that really means change changing the program. the program, man. You you talked about like storming the field and all that. Now we got a big, big, big matchup against Alabama. Is it is it this year that's coming up this fall? We're matching up against Alabama. If we win that game, I'm just, this is a big if. I'm not saying that we're gonna win. No one's saying that. I'm saying if we match up against these guys and we win, what uh, I believe we play them here at Kroger Field. What will Lexington, Kentucky look like, Malik? What what is that gonna look like? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know. Like you know, even as a graduate, you know, if they if they can do pull off matchups like that, I I find my way to State Street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I, know, State Street is burning something. Something's something's gonna be. It's a car getting flipped. Man, cars getting flipped. You're gonna hear the the car horns, all that. It, it's gonna be a, a time. It's gonna be a time. It's gonna be a long day for Lexington police. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> So uh, we we talked about a lot, Malik. We're gonna actually close out this segment, man. Next week we'll be back again for yet another episode with me and my man Malik Winfrey. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time listening to us, we're on every single week on Thursday. Thursdays at nine thirty. I'm sorry, nine o'clock p.m. to nine thirty. Um, but you know you can check us out if you miss it. If you miss our live episode, we we. We air on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, be sure to check that. Check us out, man. And give us a follow on social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, more on that. Um, and, and just stay tuned. We, we're going to keep talking about the community. We'll, 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 you know, keep you guys up to date with whatever's going on in the Lexington community. Because um, that's, that's what we're all about. So you're listening to WLXU 93.9, What's Next Kentucky Radio. I'm your host, Mario Maitland, with my co-host, Malik Winfrey. We're signing off for now. Be ready to tune in with us next week again, ladies and gents.